Keelan McNeil. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> Love it. Here we are. <laughs> on planet Earth. Doing a thing. Yes. With lots of other inhabitants. Many of which have yet to taste the undercurrent of unity. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Man, get right into this. Oh, let me do this. Yeah, I noticed that was falling a little. Yes, so is life. (coughs) See, this is a part of the fun, physical reality. Shit happens. The mic droop. Am I allowed to use profanity on this show? Of course. Okay. Do you think this is good? Yeah, you might need to tighten it a little harder. Okay. Yeah, sometimes... Uh, Go in for the kill? Yeah, sometimes I... Be careful with your with your wrist. I think... I think... Looks like it could stay up. Cool. Might be drooping a little bit, but... <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, sometimes I... Uh, sometimes I use two hands on it. Okay. Also that, huh? Let's uh, tighten that too. Looks like that might be. Stand by. Stand by, fam. Hold that. Hold this. Yeah. Let's uh, tighten. There we go. That's good. Let me act on tightening first. Bring it up. There we go. Okay. Let's try that. So, Keelan and I first met in Costa Rica at the Shift into Permanent Alignment Retreat of Bentinho Massaro, and I had seen some of Keelan's work before that, but I hadn't really been in as much tune with it, and then we clicked at the retreat, I had been going through my own process that Keelan was providing great reflections around and then now Keelan's in LA and he's doing a bunch of different art projects in photography videography um, his own course on self-empowerment and manifestation stuff like that so probably um i know that you've already spoken about this uh, before on on your journey but i do think that it's a good uh, backbone for what we're going to be talking about which is um 
your own process of uh, your own journey and your um, how you not only got into the the art but also how you got into the spirituality and how you um, your epic experiences with manifestation let's uh, play there cool um, thank you for having me first of all and setting this up it's pretty sweet it's good fun play with creation um, so yeah art for me um, is pretty much like everything in terms of how I like to play with reality like it's like oh here's a medium and something draws my curiosity to it and that started from a younger age when um, my grandparents were muralists and painters and they would like sit us down when we were kids and you'd start with a blank canvas and then uh, you could create something out of nothing and they'd take you on this journey and you're like your emotions get involved in it and you're like creating this whole scenery that lives inside of your head but you're putting it onto the physical plane um, so it would start with like a path with trees and fences and so I always was like fascinated by the idea that you could have something that was extremely personal to you that lived in your heart or mind that you could put into physical reality and like create something out of nothing. Um, so that expressed itself as painting when I was a kid and then turned into drawing and also getting into video. Like I remember picking up a video camera when I was a kid and just being like, what? Like you can capture something and then like a relic and then show it to others. So that was like, it was just natural passion, curiosity expressing itself. And video was one that ended up sticking the most. And as I got older, um, it was a fun way to express myself too. And you could like make funny videos. You could make like, you could tell a story. You could take people on a journey. Um, kind of like life is unfolding before our eyes right now as a journey, but you could like create your own. Hmm. And uh, so it was like super fascinating to me, like all these mediums. Um, and so, like in college, I wanted to go to film school because I'm like, I want to make like epic shit and like professionally. Um, but I also was in this kind of like stereotypical, like shedding of society and shedding of what I grew into um, simultaneously in college. Like I was basically at the peak of conditioning where I was like joining a fraternity and I was like doing everything I thought cool kids should be doing and simultaneously growing a desire for like, when I didn't get into film school because I was too busy partying um, and flunked a class for the first time in my life, I really was like, okay, hold up. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? If I can't even go to film school, maybe I'll go to do business marketing or something to accent my film. But like, that was a moment and a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. where I was like, okay. So I didn't get what I wanted, but it made me say like, okay, what do I actually want? Mm -hmm. um, so as I was on the conveyor belt of life, like kind of going through college one year, two years, simultaneously, I was like, the dissonance was increasing because I'm like, I don't want to go to school for business marketing. I'm going into debt. Does this make sense? Do I like the people I'm around? What is actually important to me? And that's where like the, it really started to kind of grow. Like I'd always have a curiosity, like looking at the night sky and stuff, but like, that's when I was really like, okay, hold up. Like what's important to me? What matters? Um, and I had to ask myself that instead of looking outwards or like being like, oh, well, college is the right thing to do and having those fun things to lean on. Um, so that's when I started to ask the bigger questions. And if you are sincere in asking your questions, you'll find the answers because you're looking for them. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like would start stumbling across stuff like um, UFO videos like on YouTube in my alone time away from my friends and 
like it was like when you're alone in your room you actually get to dive into the things you're actually curious about and when you go into your normal societal structure of the friends you've built perhaps around an old paradigm that you haven't left yet then you're like the distance again gets louder and louder because you're like becoming this new person in secret with all these new interests and passions and curiosities and unanswered questions and um so i would start to nourish that more and like i said i started to find ufo videos testimonials of people who have came forward from like different branches of the military army that were like yeah we had these crazy experiences where these light beings would like shut down our nuclear bases and and so i'm like okay and like I'm, I'm pretty intuitive like and these people in these interviews had no reason to like lie about what they were doing they were genuine reactions like genuine stories you could tell that they it left like an emotional like scar on these people and in them telling these stories they were like reliving the experiences and i'm like this is real um and i'm not learning this in school like i'm not learning about like extraterrestrials and like ancient technology and like hold the fuck up like what's going on here so that curiosity and the evidence I kept finding became so compelling and evidential to where I had no choice but to actually be like, damn, well, this is true for me. Um, let me leave school like, and go back home and like, you know, fuck what everyone else thinks about it, my family and friends, because whatever this is that's calling to me is like way more real than um, anything ever could be. So, and that was like the first moment of like clear intuition, I would say for me, because it was like a nexus point of like a big deal. Like you have this character, you think you're becoming and you're going to college and you're doing the right thing and your family approves of it and your friends think you're on the right path and friends you've built along the way are with you. So like there's so much identity around that complex or that character of going to college and getting a job. So it was a big moment where I'm like, holy fuck, like am I about to drop this? And, uh, so yeah, I went on a walk by myself and I love walks because you're alone and you're like, you're just in action. You're like in freedom embodiment and action. You're like by yourself. And I like had this space to ask myself the question and there's like nature around me and stuff. And I remember looking up at the sky and being like, like it was the first time I felt like I reached out to something greater than me without knowing, like I needed help to like access like something like beyond myself. So I was like, um, and I remember looking up at the sky and I was like, yes, like go, like put it down, like explore yourself, um, explore this. Mm -hmm. And so I did and okay, well now fuck now I'm in like crisis mode because my family is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're leaving college. This is crazy. Like you're going to be the first person in our family to graduate your friends. Like you leave behind. So you have a legit fucking identity crisis, an ego death like a phoenix rebirth which i've had like many of i'd say but that was like the first one that was like a boom like punch in the face and so then i'm like okay well cool now i have all this space i put down all the books let me like see what i actually am interested in let me start figuring out these things so then i come across people like alan watts or esther hicks and then um like bentinho and some of his teachings and i was actually like pretty so I had this curiosity growing of like, what's true? And I was also pissed off because I, f I was finding out that the world I was living in wasn't true to some degree. And like, I was angry at society and the government and the way it was all set up. And as I'm finding out all these transcendental truths about like hidden technologies and UFOs and shit, I'm like angry that I wasn't fucking taught these things. And there's like a grieving process for me that, that was coming with that. So I was actually like literally alone in my room working on a documentary to like expose the the government or the cabal and like 
really being like, I'm going to blow the fucking lid off this thing. Like, and I'm going to take like everyone down with me. Cause like this field needs to burn. Like this is, this society isn't standing on truth of like what could be possible. Um, so there's a lot of like anger, resentment, and like fuck this. And, and so as I'm working on that, I'm also coming across like law of attraction teachings and manifestation teachings. And, um, <clears throat> one of the things I can definitely credit Bentinho for was like in one of his videos, he's like, you know, by being angry at something, you're giving your power away to it. You're, you're creating the reality where that thing continues to have power over you and you're actually being a victim. And I'm like, fuck, that's true. And I, so I, I was upset because that scrubbed my whole idea for a documentary um, because I realized I was disempowering people by making them angry at something. And um, even though it might've been true, like it's, it was irresponsible. And what I could do with my energy on the flip side is something more productive and conducive and um, something that would awaken possibilities in people. And um, I could use that energy to create something instead of destroy something. So then, uh, yeah, everything. And that was the first time I realized you could, um, through these teachings, you could decide to kind of feel how you desire outside of circumstances. So this was the first time I realized you could like generate a state of being for yourself that wasn't based on what you thought was happening in your reality. Um, so that was like the, the very beginning stages of my like spiritual uh, quest and desire and awakening. Um, and yeah, from there it like was just a strange series of synchronicities based on me following my inspiration and joy and applying these manifestation and like law of attraction teachings that has led me to like travel the world and do epic shit and like manifest the exact reality I desire and build a relationship with the universe and in a very tangible way for me because you know I can learn all this spiritual stuff but if I can't like grapple onto it and apply it and embody it and and feel it and like integrate it myself then it's not real for me it's just a philosophy um so that's really been kind of like the foundation of my journey is like these things are cool but are they real and so in my desire to find out if they're real i throw myself into the fire of uh exploring them and then figuring them out for myself so you know today and always like my intention is only to speak about what's what's real for me um things i've traversed that i can actually back up with my experience so uh yeah, I mean, I could tell you some like cool shit about manifestation and stuff too. But this was awesome. While you were talking, it just came up that um, awakening higher possibilities for people, and that uh, one of the simple ways to look at it is just on this trajectory. There's these choice points, and that at these choice points, there's a bunch of it's been taught like by Bentinho and whatnot as this five finger trajectory space, and like you have this little. Uh, North Star up here, you're calling your higher purpose, uh, transcendent, noble aim that you're dedicating your life to. And that um, some people haven't even identified this before. This is one of the main ways to get out of the mainstream in the first place. But if you're continuing onward um, the same way, you're typically haven't been exposed to these um, higher possibilities. And Keelan was mentioning that um, not only awakening to higher possibilities for yourself towards these divine aims, but also opening these up for other people. 
and that being just such a profound thing to do in service to life totally and like as you awaken authentic higher possibilities for yourself you're going to find like if it's from the heart that it naturally includes others so it's like you're just upgrading reality like you're upgrading the shit out of reality by like accessing inspiration and joy and like infusing that higher vibration into reality so um but this is important because for me, it's like, you know, you could stay on the, the straight line trajectory path. You could think you're in a physical reality and you're like, well, this is my life. These are the only tools I have. Let me look around. This is my job. This is my family. These are my friends. You know, how can I construct a better reality for myself? And it doesn't work that way. Like, and the beginning of my spiritual journey, like waking up to the fact that I could feel however I wanted, regardless of circumstances, woke me up to the fact that I could initiate like a feeling of inspiration or joy in myself. Because if you're like, trying to make something of your life with a shitty vibrational attitude you're gonna get like a low resolution result like if you can if you can and this isn't easy but if you can remember that like oh yeah we are traversing infinite parallel realities simultaneously and i can actually create whatever i desire to create for myself um then you are naturally in a more free-flowing vibratory state that's more intelligent and it's more true to the nature of how this works because we came here to play and remember all of this is like it's more way more fluid than we think it's not like this is so real so um it's like oh yeah like it's like children they fucking embody the shit out of this energy like they're like awakened to it so yeah you first have to know that everything is possible and it is um so then the question's like, well, what do you want to do with that? How do you want to paint the canvas mm. called your life? Mm. Um, and then you can start to like generate more shit for yourself because you start to believe in yourself, but just this creation. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I also appreciated the very close similarities between our lives with that, that, conditioned society pressure around finishing up a university path and then f kind of going into the similar path as the friends around us where there is a process of that nine to five style essence of um earning money and then having a mortgage, starting a family, settling down in a specific area. And that is its own beautiful exploration of life itself. And, but we felt for us that that wasn't for us. And so I also left in after sophomore year, that was the same time for you, right? Yep. Exactly. It's so interesting. And so for me, it was Silicon Valley and whatnot and pursuing entrepreneurship. And so there was that similar style, you know, this moment that we're talking about, you, you have this pressure from your family, like you're describing where it's like, are you really going to do this right now? Your friends, are you really going to do this right now? Are you really going to leave? And then there's this conversation that's had with um, the entire universe about your trajectory and that what feels most resonant and and that those uh those types of ways of interacting with the game of life are are going to lead you to greater fruit so like you said if you come in with a lower energetic 
resonance, um, you're not going to get as beautiful of something that's painted on the canvas of your life. And so coming in with this higher energetic resonance of, okay, I'm going to open up to awakening to these higher possibilities. Of course, you're going to end up leading to um, as, as soon as you make the decision around that and then dedicate yourself to it and repeatedly go through the process of making photography or art or video or all different types of producing creativity that will feed back on itself perpetually. And then all of a sudden within five or 10 years, you'll be doing incredible things and people will be like, well, how did he do that? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Awaken to higher possibilities, make the decision, perpetually put in the work, it feedbacks on itself. And then five, ten years later, you're at a place where you've pursued what is in your highest interest and were rewarded for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like the embodiment of that knowledge at that point. Like it's almost like you've seen too much. Like it's like, oh, like I've seen too much to ever like settle on some level. Like I know more is possible for me because I've stepped out on a leap of faith and the universe has caught me again and again. So I'd be a fool not to, mm -hmm. to push myself to some degree. And riding this flow of inspiration and joy and higher possibilities is like, you know, I think in the <coughs> spiritual community, like um, a lot of people think they're like ego based and like they want to suppress their desires or, and for me, there's like such a fucking humility that comes with following your inspiration and joy because yes, you get amazing fruits, but you also like shed the tree that you are like over and over again mm -hmm. because you're forced to make sacrifices or let go of things or you know step into the face and the fire of your family asking you these harder questions and your friends like leaving them behind and like there's all this shedding of these layers of the onion that's actually painful but allows you to like transcend yourself in the process so it's like actually requires humility to let this inspiration and these higher possibilities guide you because in my experience listening to them like um like sheds you more and more of like who you think you are so built into it is this like elements of um freedom and letting go and like you become lighter and lighter ideally um so yeah but like once you believe and you take a leap on something and you see that reality produced for yourself then it's like okay like i see how reality works so then you just behave differently and like you're saying that gap over time from you and say like a standard joe might seem like how did he get there well it's like you're saying it's a bunch of little steps and experiments with reality and and like plays with your own destiny where you're like you start to realize how reality works in a way for yourself not as just like a fancy idea but it like starts as a thought like when you hear like a law of attraction thing or whatever like awaken higher possibilities everything is possible they're almost like these cliche bumper stickers until you <clears throat> like have the courage and faith to like test them out yourself and then they're embodied and you're awakened to that fact and you're like oh fuck so like with knowledge comes responsibility in a way um and like yeah like i'm still in the process of like figuring things out it's way easier to like you know plan out your life a to b like college like marriage and whatever but it's different to like the path of like the journey of self-discovery um isn't for the like faints of heart <laughs> like i've encountered so much shit along the way that's like been very challenging and even shedding myself of the thoughts and opinions of my family yeah. and like friends i've like I've literally in that shedding process is like a shedding of tears. It's like a shedding of 
letting go. Um, So yeah, it's a beautiful, but you know, you, when you see the fruits, you know, you're held. Like when you see a beautiful reality produced for yourself after letting those things go, you know, it's like, it's true. And you like feel so supported and you have this intimate relationship with the universe. Um, that's like true for you and real for you. So it's, it's worth it (laughs) in some sense. (laughs) Yeah. In order to go from this trajectory to these higher trajectories, you have to do this process that Keelan's talking about where there's a, a shedding of all of the um, identifications with this trajectory. And so that's what enables the space to open up to this trajectory. So the identifications are typically things like Keelan listed, like the way that your family or friends think of you or your identity that you've built around yourself as somebody that was going to finish this university path. Um, that somebody that was going to uh, find a, a comfortable job in the local city afterward. Um, and then what opens up even further is that this, 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 these five fingers end up, you know, shifting like this. And so then the highest ends up becoming right here and that, um, where you were what was the highest is here now and there's a new highest that opens up and so one of the most interesting aspects is that when you do like this feedback process Mm -hmm. that the north star shifts into ever higher positions like you know the north at at some point the north star becomes a, a union with god it becomes a union with intelligent infinity the one infinite creator it becomes that and um when you empty of your self-interest, the egoic construct interests, and you merge your identity with life itself as a, as a shepherd or as a steward of the creation awakening, when you fall in love with being in service to others. So like these things are, these things only open up when you've in a sense taken the first couple of steps from mainstream. So you have to take the first couple of steps from mainstream away from these matrix locks that are kind of holding people in place. Uh, And then once you begin putting some fuel into that rocket ship, um, you'll feel more and more of the possibilities open up. And at some point, um, the rocket ship itself merges with the kingdom of God within and that is in a sense like the highest possible expression of life is when the shard the individuation um, merges completely with the one infinite intelligence itself and and it it becomes empty of its own egoic self-interest and so that that process um, those like later stages can only open up when the mainstream identity has been shed and so that's a really important part is like shed like we could even uh that's like
you have to shed the mainstream identity in order to open up these higher possibilities totally and those are like you know your identity mainstream identity is like the thoughts and opinions of others what will make me look good what will like it's it's like all the bullshit um so and i could have a beautiful example of talking about how these like how you said acting on the highest inspiration in one moment leads to a, another branch of possibilities i've experienced that in my reality um and this is important because for me it's like you can awaken these higher possibilities not by looking so much at physical reality but like building a relationship with um the non-physical so and yourself and your intuition and your heart like your heart um because a cool little story on like manifestation and building a relationship with the universe um okay well first of all i'm the universe in theory like experiencing itself so i can trust my inspiration i can trust what wants to come through me i can trust these desires because in my experience like my desires are something that the universe wants to grapple with through the conduit that is me so i can accentuate my expression more so i can like learn something so it actually again takes humility to go after these like these higher possibilities and like trust it to flow through the conduit that's you because um usually there's a challenge in there there's like a hero's journey in there there's like a dragon you have to slay um and conquer to get the gold <laughs> so mm -hmm. as jordan peterson would say but um so interesting story when i like was on a mainstream kind of trajectory for myself like even two years ago because any one of these paths at any point can become like um an identity or can accumulate mass that isn't authentic for you that you're then supposed to shed or throw away like it's it's not forever it's not like a woo and it can be like a woo but in my experience too doing those woos can like lead you to um, another like letting go or dark night of the soul where you're like have another shedding or like a run into a wall or like an identity crisis again where you're left with nothing and you're forced to kind of sit in empty space and and the non-physical and until something else awakens in you um but so like a year ago i was like tuning into the higher possibilities and when i tuned into like a higher frequency of inspiration what came to me was okay i want to be traveling with people i want to be creating beautiful art i want to be infusing this creation with um artistic expression and 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 possibilities and so i had a and you're familiar with this story, but I had a bottle with a piece of paper in it and a little glass cork bottle. And so I pulled the paper out. My mom had gifted it to me for Christmas. And um, I wrote down, I want to travel the world, uh, meet beautiful people and create amazing things. So I had an intention. I knew what I wanted. Um, and this is what we're doing all the time. We're moving towards manifesting a reality. That's our intention, whether we realize it or not. But the reason a lot of people don't see what's possible for them is they don't get clear on it or even believe it's possible to ask for it. So it's, I got clear on what I desired and then I gave it to the universe or like planted a seed into my subconscious mind where I went down to the ocean at night and I like, um, felt the vibration of that reality and like even felt the weight of the desires of like the dissonance of like somewhere i wanted to be and that i wasn't and i like l let it go and i threw it into the ocean and um and in that letting go i was like cool like i can let go now and and uh then i just tuned into my inspiration and i asked myself in a moment okay what's like if i were to die next week what's something i could do what's something i could leave behind using the gifts um being aware of my journey and what i've experienced who can i serve the most and so my inspiration told me to offer 10 free one-on-one -on -one calls with artists saying, hey, if you're an artist and you want some feedback on where you're at in your journey, 
I would love to give you some reflections um, on where you're at, like your website, like your art, if you're having any blocks expressing yourself, etc. So in doing that, I posted on my social media. It was the highest thing for me at that time. What can I do honoring myself, my gift, this life? Um, so I posted on social media in that someone reached out to me from Ecuador and that owned a hat company that I never met in my life. But um, they were like, I, I, I looked at their business and I was like, this is amazing. You guys are working with the indigenous and making these beautiful hats. You guys just need to tell the story of what's going on with your business and do f like photography, videography, like read to your website. And they're like, well, that's great, but we don't have anyone to do that. And I'm like, well, I'll do that for you. Like, no doubt. And inspiration through me was like, boom. Okay, I'm booking a flight. I booked a flight the same day for like two months out. So then by me acting on my inspiration, like you're saying, something else opened up that I could have never seen coming that was around the corner. And so now I'm traveling to Ecuador just by acting on that first inspiration. And then I go to Ecuador and I meet like um, Bentinho and some friends there that I had no idea that were there. So boom, another one. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It, it compounds upon itself, like you're saying. Um, and eventually you get out of the way and realize inspiration, trusting it is like the most safe thing you could do. And like, um, again, it requires humility because it's not always a straight path. It's like, it's very nonlinear and like multidimensional um, in my experience. So yeah, so like dropping everything and like asking yourself, okay, like what, especially if you're like, you're in a difficult place in your life, but you're just like, um, what, like, what can I do like now? Like what would, what do I want to infuse into creation? Like what? And you ask creation that question, like sincerely, you'll always get an answer. Um, and it's usually not about you. It's usually about using yourself as a conduit to, to help others or like infuse creation with something, some vibration or to like lay your, almost lay your desires at the feet of creation and, um, like give yourself over to God and, um, and then some inspiration will arise and you're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'll trust that. And then you do it. And then you like end up in this river of intelligence that's carrying you and leading you to places and things are unfolding that you could have never imagined. So it's not so helpful for me all the time to have such a linear, um, idea for my life. I've kind of like given it over yes. to like my inspiration and joy and intelligence. And I think it will like mature and start to take on like a, more um streamlined thing but also who knows <laughs> um but just to touch on how when you act on your inspiration and joy it can lead you to a whole new timeline yes. and it takes again humility courage and faith to step into that and you'll just find yourself in it um i love that by doing that so i love how we played some tennis there around both yours and a little bit of mine initial rocket shipping out of the mainstream forces and sort of what were that those processes and aspects to the journeys that then ended up creating the next possibility space after that and so the the possibility space is continuously opening up opening up opening up is really really um one of the coolest aspects to creation and um, and I, I'm always also looking at the, the ones that I didn't choose that were more linear because I like to remind myself of what it would be like to, um, to, you know, be maybe like 
getting married in my hometown and um, getting a 30-year mortgage and um, getting ready to have some kids in a year or two and um, um, never having um, read any of the spiritual traditions, never um, necessarily going to you know Silicon Valley and understanding any of the cutting-edge sciences or entrepreneurial uh, technologies. And so, like, when I look at that, path um it in a sense it acts like uh it acts like um fuel not only to continue onward to this epicness that is currently unfolding but also that it it the contrast in a sense can help people um recognize that like if you are feeling like you're in your you know early 20s or wherever you're at and that um you're like watching this or Keelan's video or whatever the piece of content is and there's a moment of reflection and you give yourself permission to have a moment of reflection rather than running the automated program that you're currently doing and if you give that gift yourself that moment of of not scrolling through social media and just sitting just sit couch tree walk whatever just be for a bit and tune inward and just recognize that you know this is your blank canvas and like do you want do you truly want that path that you're on right now or do you want something radically explosively different and then um yeah that's that's um that was beautiful how that was sort of illustrated out as all of these different um, progress points as well as um, feedbacks onto each other to go towards these highest trajectories. It was beautiful, brother. Right on, yeah. Um, and I've seen that operate in my life like again and again just in regards to like another short anecdote is sometimes instead of pursuing what you want directly, again, following your inspiration is way more intelligent because when I wrote down I wanted to travel the world and create amazing things and like meet beautiful people. I didn't really pursue that directly. Like I, I let that go. I understood that was my intention to create the dance I wanted with the universe, but then I let it go. And I said, what's important? Like, what is my inspiration telling me to do? And that's a conversation with the universe, the divine and my experience. And it told me to make a post helping artists. And through that, I ended up getting to travel the world, meet beautiful people and create amazing things, but I didn't approach it directly. So just as important as it is to get like clear on whatever that non-physical like vibratory reality is for you that you want to manifest it's just important to let it go and let the current of inspiration take over for you and yeah. take the wheel so to speak um yeah One of the things that I feel like would be great for us to explore would be we mentioned at the very beginning that there's maybe only a couple um, million or tens of millions of people that have tasted this undercurrent of unity and that are 
in a process of deepening their union with it. And that is typically what is shows up for people as they shed the mainstream identity further and further towards this self-empowerment and manifestation, pursuing transcendent North stars callings, and then having this highest union with God, the kingdom of God within you, one infinite intelligence and seeing that everywhere you look permanently and being in perpetual service to that. And so let's talk about that last bit because What was your process like of the turn inward and uniting with the kingdom of God within? So, um, you know, I think it comes from like, uh, admitting that to some degree you're like suffering (laughs) and a lot of people don't awaken or taste like beautiful states or transcendental states because it's just not a priority or they're not aware that they're suffering. They're not aware that they're like numbing themselves to some degree or running from themselves or, um, so the catalyst for me was like having an identity crisis (laughs) and being really like fucked up vibrationally, like, holy shit, like contracting, contracting, contracting family, not liking friends, not liking the wondering who am I? Mm. And so you can like let it go. And then you reach this like, space of like not giving a fuck (laughs) um so it's like the container pops and um so yeah the catalyst for me was was like was suffering actually um and and then realizing simultaneously that more is possible it's like whoa like what do i want for my life what do i want to experience what i want to infuse creation with um so and like curiosity like at some point you're like interesting like when you taste like the non-physicality of creation then you're like huh hmm like how deep can i go what is this like non-physical world i can explore within myself um so again and that if that's authentic for you and it's like a desire for you then you're going to make it a priority to experience that and for me it was through the contrast of experiencing the dark and like finding out darker truths about the world and like um and like myself and like and uh so it's like well damn um there was like one day i was so deep into conspiracy theories like i literally thought the earth was flat (laughs) and it was like the most depressed like i've ever been in my life i like went out on the grass and i was like what the fuck like can i trust humanity like what is this like um and it was only through those like darker moments that i was like really seeking the light and so then it was like i began to experiment with like meditation sincerely and like play with um evoking like giving myself what i desired from creation instead of like asking from it like for like through creation or needing something to give me that feeling it was like i that's when i began experimenting with um guided meditations or visualizations and like and like uniting myself with um like a greater current and like feeling love in things um with just like by myself like through the sincere desire and intention to Mm -hmm. evoke that experience for myself 
Um, so ironically, some of the most like beautiful moments of, of uniting with God have been when I needed him the most and like needed to awaken that the most. Um, which is why I think catalyst is such a big part of this physical reality. It's, um, it's not attuned. We're meant to like dig through the mud and I think our lives are meant to fall apart (laughs) so that we can remember that it's not in those things. And again, that's where this path of like empowerment manifestation kind of comes with a sense of humility is because you're awakening to higher possibilities. You're following these higher trajectories. And along the way, you start to accumulate an identity around that naively. So, um, and then you're like, and then if it comes crashing down because that identity carries weight and it like, boom, can, smack you down again to like earth where you're left with nothing but yourself. Um, and then like, then you start over, then you open your, you're forced to open your heart again to, to heal, to, um, say, okay, God, like what's next? Like, what is the next journey of exploration? Like, what do you want to experience through the conduit? That is me. And it's like, I've heard this quote recently. That's, it's familiar to me and everyone. It's like, let go and let God, um, but it's traversed like a new depth for me currently because it's an intelligence takes over when you when you let go uh, and you're not so like mm-hmm. um, trying to move things around like in physical reality, but igniting a higher flow. And I think that's what we're here to do. And the reason people don't become like, in my opinion, accentuated expressions of themselves is because it, it takes like falling over and over again and finding out who you are and like putting on different coats and saying like, hold on, there's something in this person I see that ignites my curiosity and passion. So I'm going to try this coat on and I'm going to own it. And then falling like, like, like chasing and falling till you can find out like, okay, what is this, this expression that I am? What is it? Where's this river in me that operates effortlessly for me? It's like, okay, it can get ignited in conversations like this where I'm talking, but it's not like I'm trying talk it's like there's a a river that i'm kind of surrendered to that it's like okay operating through me um the same thing with art it's like this like trusting your passion and inspiration and curiosity to just ignite the life of your dreams for you is like where the fucking sauce is because it's like um yeah it's way more intelligent than i could ever be and like that's why i let art take the wheel and i'm like awakening when i'm like creating a video i'm like it's almost like you're this conversation with the divine where you're like, what is it like that you're looking for this thing? You're, you're on the edge of creation, um, with art. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're learning as you're like experiencing it, as you're creating it, it's like revealing itself to you simultaneously. So like, that's why I think art is so beautiful to me because it's like, you're, you're on the edge of creation. You're on this edge of vulnerability and discovery simultaneously. Um, and I like to approach my life like that too. So, um, a perfect analogy yeah yeah so it, it it takes the form of artistic expression for me usually um but then you again realize art like life is a canvas and you you can literally do whatever you want like <laughs> like i had the intention to meet like what's mo- been more interesting for me is recently is like you know again in the spiritual community we have this idea that others are awakened and others aren't and to, to that some degree that's true but it's like i'm also interested in the ones that are playing god without realizing it and we all are doing that we all came here and put on these cloaks these masks of forgetting and we like don't know why we're here <laughs> like and we came here to forget there's a veil so there's like people playing god innocently and and beautifully and ones that are not even awakened to spirituality you know the spiritual journey is built into creation itself so it's like 
you can't come here and not awaken to more of yourself. Like you can, you can forget more of yourself, but still you're, this intelligence is guiding your life and you set up enough things along the way to awaken to more of yourself. So even if you threw out every textbook in the world on the spiritual journey, you'd find it in your own experience. And it just comes through like, like following, following, following it. Like, uh, so yeah, yeah, this is way more intelligent than I could ever be. And then giving your life over to that and you're and accepting like when I'm doing things that inspire me that I'm curious about, I'm not asking myself, why am I, why does this inspire me or judging myself? Like, oh, this is the ego trying to chase something. It's like, no, this it's no different than when you're in a flow state with anything, whether it's cooking for you, whether it's creating something, whether it's editing a video, you get into this or speaking, you get into this flow state that carries itself. And like, that's the river of life. That's like the river of intelligence for you. And the only time you can't align with that is when you're, you have, you haven't really asked yourself what you desire yet. And you, you're taking on something that's not authentic for you and it feels heavy. And not that you're not going to encounter challenges in this river of intelligence. Um, because you do. <laughs> and in my experience, awakening to higher possibilities and chasing them is this river. And you're going to bump into everything in that path that are rocks for you or like where you receive reflections and you're like, ah, fuck, like, damn, now this repressed childhood memory is coming up. Like from when I was five, <laughs> like, ow, what the fuck? Because in this higher vibratory environment, those things can't survive. So they you're meant to shed them. You're meant to experience them. You're meant to awaken to them. You're meant to let them go and transcend them like the Phoenix, so to speak. So it's, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, not for the faint of heart. That was so awesome when you were unpacking this role of suffering in the process because um, in a sense, the more that you can become sensitive to where you suffer is where you can learn, grow, integrate, heal, transcend, um, experience more peace and joy, experience more of these higher possibilities. And so you can use suffering as a drill sergeant of awakening, like Bentinho says, and I love that way of looking at it as well. Mm -hmm. And so... I loved that component to it. And then the other component to it that I loved was that, especially if you just sit with like a blank sheet of paper and then you're just sitting with it and then you have some like markers. And if you notice that the energetics in that moment is like, you know, that that this is about to be something that I don't yet know what it's going to be like and that it's very similar when you're in a premiere or final cut and you have your timeline and that you are you know dragging in some assets and you're moving them around and you're figuring out music and all this type of stuff it's really beautiful because you're moving along frame by frame and it's being made and you're just watching this, you know, piece of art or like, you know, Michelangelo and the Statue of David, right? You just, you have this process of like, you know, kind of what you want this final asset to be like a little bit in general, but you have no idea what is really how it's going to unfold. Um, 
and so that that's a very unique experience with art and i think it's really important for all humans to sort of undergo that and then to draw the analogy from that to themselves and then to realize that they are that same style of artistic creation like the blank canvas that you draw whatever on is your life as well so it's like totally. a microcosm to the macrocosm totally that's so cool and i love that analogy of even like editing a video like you know what you're going for and you have this feeling of what you wanted to represent but like along the way you run into like all these little ideas and inspirations just by playing like you're like this clip oh like this is perfect and it's like boom this inspiration or like intuition is like guiding itself to this final product that like usually represents like what you intended but it could be like something who knows like different altogether that's like even more epic that you couldn't have imagined um so yeah yeah Maybe one of the ways that we could uh, visualize this. So it's like there's there's infinite possibilities for both the blank canvas that you're making art on. And there's also infinite possibilities for your life. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a mini representation of, of, yeah, the thing called your life, you could say. Or like you could even put a canvas down to a week of your life or like a month of your life and um, yeah, what's the most important for me is to awaken to those infinite possibilities and realize like this is something important too that I'm pretty big on is like, you know, there's a, um, a certain degree of like self-honesty in regards to what's actually true for you. Like for me, I've um, experienced stages in my life where I've been alone and like loneliness was like a concept or like a theme I was supposed to wrestle with or grapple with and i saw it as an opportunity to sit with myself more and like awaken to like non-physical states or meditation or um to get to know myself and then there's also points where i'm like hold on this whole um theme seems to be exhausting itself and what feels more authentic or expansive or expressive is to be around other people and get reflections and like co-create something and dance with other people's energies and oh yeah it's not like my life is what happens I think too is people end up putting on these coats or themes um, of say like loneliness that could be beautiful for you to go on this journey of self-exploration and an opportunity like none other. Um, but then it's like you can, if you gain enough momentum or that becomes like a status quo for yourself unconsciously, like you can think you're like trapped in that or that's the way life is, but it's like, oh wait, hold on. Okay, infinite possibilities. 
this desire in me honestly is, be, is starting to awaken to the fact that I want to be around more people and I want to forge new friendships and experience more things. And um, so then it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to make that my intention. And then trusting reality will deliver that to you, through you. And, uh, and then you act on the inspiration as it arises because if that becomes your intention to interact or build like a new uh, group of family or friends around you, then like, and you're embodying that, the, the fact that that's a possibility for you, then your intention becomes, you become like a magnet to those parallel realities of like, huh, since you are that embodied because you know it's possible, you'll be at the coffee shop and naturally through you, <laughs> bless you. Um, you'll, you'll just have this inspiration to talk to the person next to you, who knows? Like, um, and you're just like start a conversation and then like you start weaving that intention into your life only because you know it's like, like it's what's well, possible. So it's like, oh, cool. Um, so self-honesty is a huge thing too because i think a lot of times um for me i've fallen into like um and i think a lot of people i've seen this and a lot of people around me like family and friends where they use spirituality kind of like we're talking as like a band-aid or like a something to um, like a like a medication or a painkiller for bypassing their true desires and their actual desires like um and maybe it's only because they need the contrast in their life of that suffering like i'm saying to uh i was saying earlier how they're wrestling with um, a life that's not in alignment or lower vibrational jobs or realities so that they can turn to spirituality and their spare time to experience these higher states. But once you realize you don't need to create like a shitty life for yourself to experience the beauty of it, then you're like, you, you can start to be like, Oh wait, hold on. Um, I can create a life that's inspiring and maybe has challenges, but they're worth it because they might be aligned with my calling. Um, and it, I don't perceive it as hard work in the moment. Um, so self-honesty is huge because it's like, yeah, you can use meditation to access these higher states and unite with God, but then you do have to come back to physical reality because we embodied ourselves here. And then the question becomes like, well, what do you want to create for yourself? And for me, that answer was always been like, okay, well, let me let inspiration move through me and be honest about like what it is I desire knowing it's possible and, um, and then create that for myself. And then it becomes way easier. You're, you're resting on a physical reality where the foundation has a higher vibration because you've chosen to create that for yourself to where you're not using meditation as a like vacation. It's your, your foundation and your physical reality is something you've created, um, out of will and it's like inspiration. So it's like a, something you can rest on. And then you're like, you're like almost resting in that your reality becomes infused with a higher vibration instead of meditation having to be something you go to escape to. Mm -hmm. It kind of becomes simultaneous. Yeah. Um, because, these higher vibrations are operating through you. So then they're, they're painting that into your canvas um, and you're experiencing it simultaneously. Um, and then like, if you have these moments, which is, which are inevitable, um, kind of like I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson talks about like, we're going to encounter suffering. Like we're going to lose loved ones. We signed up for shit. Like death is a part of physical reality. Like obviously you can shift your perspective from the mainstream to where you can look at death as like a celebration of life, but there's still, there's parts of you and the human ego that are attached to people and things and family and loved ones. And it's going to hurt, um, inevitably. So like, um, when things come crashing down, you know, too, so to speak, there's, there is this, I mean, like every time I think I've had it figured out, like I've, I've definitely been humbled at the feet of God again. Um, so it's not like I wish there was like a, and like a one fix all button. But in my experience, I've gained faith and conviction in the fact that I can experience 
like states non-physically that are beautiful but i've also again and again um even through this path of following my inspiration and excitement had things crumble down around me or like lose things or lose friends or like lose the journey and you lose the identity along the way um that ignites like grieving or like loss or like and there's something beautiful in that too and i i think we came here to experience that and um you know there was i was at a retreat this weekend and i've been to meditation retreats where it's only um non-physical focused uh things but this was all about kind of like embracing the human nature of what we came here to experience and dance and poetry and spoken word and even as i got into a room full of people um yesterday and wrote a poem and spoke it to 20 people my like legs for a second were like shaking <laughs> you know like and so i'm like huh that's interesting like you know what is that um so there's something about throwing yourself into the unknown that again requires a humility and, and being like what like what like yeah i can do all this meditation and stuff but how well can i dance with this creation how well can i like put myself out there and in weird situations where i'm forced to grow but also see where i lack something simultaneously because and then i'm like well what is that like why was i like shaking in front of people um and do i, I want to master that now let's say like i want to be able to stand confidently and uh, express myself in front of a like group of people um, because there's something that I'm acknowledging there that's an imbalance let's say that um, that like I'm like oh hmm like I see you um, and for me too it's like <clears throat> there's always been this balance of um, knowing that I'm there but I'm not there yet to some degree like for me I always sense an intuition of my fullest expression like whether it's in my, my physical body and how I can create it, like uh, shape it, mold it through physical exercise or something. Like I'm aware that it's not where it's supposed to be, but that I'm always where I'm meant to be. And that, um, so for me, it's like, yeah, you can think everything's perfect and obviously it is, but there's also this subtle tone. It's like a very like faint background noise, like call it your intuition. It's like, and it's like, I feel this non-physical um, like calling of like my fullest expression and I'm aware of what that feels like and looks like and that I'm not actually there yet because I haven't put myself in the situations where I've been forced to grow or to evolve or wrestled with reality in certain ways where I've learned those lessons or like those catalysts um, so for me too there's also a balance of like in my journey there's also a balance of like realizing I'm there but I'm but I know and I have this sense of this intuition of what my fullest expression looks like embodied and I can sense that and I'm always heading towards that so I have an awareness that I'm not fully crystallized um and that shows up as catalyst in my like physical reality like me reading a poem and my legs shaking in front of a group of people I'm like what the fuck was that like weird um so it's like oh interesting I want to dance with creation so that like um because you can, you know, I think there's a saying like you can become enlightened and there's something like in your room. It's easy to become enlightened when you're alone in your room. But like how well can you dance with like the devils of this world, so to speak? It's like um, it's easy when you're alone. But then the, the practice for me comes when you kind of like pick up the sword and dance with creation. And yeah. um, that's when you're like knocked off your fucking kilter <laughs> and you're like whoa this is weird whoa this is weird so it's like uh dancing with creation is just as it's such a beautiful fucking catalyst that we get to experience um and that's where like the rubber meets the road uh yeah. 
in my experience as well. So totally, totally. We have to weave what we've learned and ascended into civilization, into the mainstream. Um, that's the Bodhisattva. That's the most interesting, highest expression of the Buddha or Christ or Lao Tzu or whoever is that you take these profound understandings and you weave it into the masses. Um, and I feel like one of the nice things about this is that it kind of plays into um, imagine as well, which is what we have. We've been talking about quite a bit, but it's mm -hmm. also the title of the um, the self empowerment and manifestation workshop that is uh, coming up. It's like a master class that Keelan's um, putting together the curriculum for um, and shepherding people onto, and so it's kind of cool because when you when you sort of visualize a your life as that infinite possibility space and then you undergo this like very imaginative process of seeing that like it's both perfection as it is and yet it's also perfecting even the one infinite creator is on a journey of exploring infinite possibility and so then you you see it and then you are in a relationship to sacrificing short-term gratification for something in the long term that is uh, more transcendent and more um more you and that'd probably be a good um way for for us to um, pass this last bit is talking about the imagine and talking about the workshop masterclass. Cool. Yeah. So this, again, I was sitting on the back porch here actually, and like having a conversation with the universe, like playing with the vibration of curiosity and like what my inner child, so to speak, like, Oh, like, like what's next? Like, what do you want to do? Like, how can you play with creation? Um, and letting that guide my actions. And it's like, okay, well, when I stay true to what's true for me, I'm like, um, it's like an experiment. So imagine the idea for it is an experiment with kind of the quantum field to show you what's possible. So like <clears throat> the idea is like, if you leave not awakening to the fact that either more things are possible or that everything is possible, then I like failed <laughs> the mission. <laughs> and, uh, and this is using things in my personal experience like these things I've talked about, like acting on your inspiration, getting clear on what it is that you desire. So like in this course, a lot of people don't manifest <clears throat> what they want because they don't ask for what they want because they don't believe it's possible. So that's like, they're on this, they're not aware of the awakening of possibilities. So, okay, first foundation, this is an infinite universe. You can create whatever it is you desire to create for yourself. Um, where are you operating vibrationally currently? So like, First of all, awaken to the fact that everything is possible. Then have the courage and humility simultaneously to, to ask for that. Um, because you are the universe experiencing itself and the universe wants for you what you want for you. That's why you're creating the life that you're creating. It's because you want it. Um, so, if, But if you can get honest with yourself that this actually isn't what I would desire, which we'll do in this course, um, 
so you'll awaken to that infinite possibilities you'll get clear on like how to access your intuition and those possibilities for yourself and once you're awakening to those things you like you can fearlessly ask yourself okay what is it that i desire and there's this and we'll find out how to answer that question for yourself authentically because there's these gifts you have these natural expressions you have these things you've came here to learn where a not a physical reality will represent that to you like a certain reality will represent that to you and you'll get it in images or visions or feelings and then we'll again fearlessly and courageously ask the universe for that through this like ritual or this dance with the universe where you're you're forging an agreement with creation saying, hey, I trust in you to, to give me this. And you're putting those desires into like a bottle or in a balloon and like letting them go and, and letting them go symbolically and for yourself too and saying, hey, like this is what I want. And you're, you're in my experience, planting that seed into the subconscious so that that can manifest in your physical reality because by letting it go, you're letting it go, but you also got clear on what you want. So you have this, you form this relationship in this course with the universe where you you become aware that you're not alone and that you are supported. Um, and we'll be, so then we'll let that go. We'll learn how to follow our inspiration and we'll be um, doing this thing where we're kind of experimenting with the quantum field where a lot of the channeled texts that I've come across like law of one or even like becoming supernatural by Joe Dispenza. There's this, I mean, when you play with the quantum field, essentially there's um, there's like, irrefutable proof that when a group of people hold the same intention that they can literally move mountains together um, because reality isn't physical it's all vibration and when we charge an intention as a group with a feeling state um, then we can manifest things like quicker so it's kind of like a quantum accelerator is the idea for this imagined course is we each get clear on what we want and then we do these group meditations where we see these things coming to fruition having a relationship with the quantum field of the universe knowing that we affect physical reality together and then we see those things like these possibilities coming true for each other um so it's a it's and surrender is just as important through this entire course because what i want people to realize is it's not in the manifestation it's like there's this natural flow of trust you can start to build with the universe where you ask it for that thing and then you become the embodiment of trust knowing that it's going to come into fruition just by listening to your inspiration so it's not about wanting and waiting it's about wanting and knowing that okay this is how reality works and then it's like just the the blooming of the fruit um and then the the it will fall off the tree and you'll experience the manifestation of that um in your physical reality so it's it's a it's an experiment with the quantum field and the universe it's a the intention is to allow you to build a relationship with the universe to know that you are held and to know that you're not alone in a very like visceral sense and to experience more possibilities as a group container um so yeah it's um it's like a date with the universe where you get to play and paint whatever it is you desire to let those things go and then to see them made manifest in your reality just to kind of get a taste of how this works uh at least based like from my experience based on my experience um so that's the gist of it yeah <laughs> yeah when you said date with universe it reminded me of Tony Robbins has date with destiny as one of his programs and that there's a lot of like similar similarity between what you were saying and what he's been teaching in his programs and also in what we drew in our visualization with the infinite possibility space. And, um, yeah, 
shepherding adepts, uh, stewarding people on a journey of entering into a container to more, um, just like they learned a language in school, it's like learning the the infinite possibility space and learning manifestation and learning intention and all that type of stuff. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah, and the, and the vibe of it is like playful and it's like experimental, it's playful, it's like inspirational, it's like um, planting a seed of like hope, faith, like into something larger than yourself, trusting that you are carried. Um, so it's like, it's not so serious it's uh yeah it's like it's like playing with creation that's why i kind of call it a date it's meant to be like let's see what happens together in this container because i also have no idea i've experienced these things and i can definitely show you how to do them and they've worked for me um and there's all this evidence that shows how a group field can affect the the, the quantum field um so it's more of like cool like asking people into this container that have that knowing of like non-physical reality and that kind of they've maybe played with creation a little bit themselves um and and uh and then seeing what happens like it's like oh like uh, like let's see what we can like unlock together um and prove what's possible together and that could be the start of something like huge um you know like on a grander scale we've seen when people do group meditations how the city like for world peace the city like violence decreases and you know you can call these things like coincidence but um some of these quantum experiments are like very like scientific and uh and how this actually works so um yeah it's kind of like a new age approach to you could say like empowerment or like tony robbins things mm. but mainly it's just my curiosity and passion like uh, based on my experience guiding itself because at this point it feels like something I have to tell people like I've done this ritual date with the universe where I've asked for what I wanted um, and things appear and it's like well what the fuck is that and really quickly the inspiration and this will make me sound crazy but I don't care because reality is actually crazy um, the inspiration for the bottle to the universe that I threw in the ocean originated when I was a kid and this is a great story um, I was in second grade and this kid came up to me and he said, Hey, I know how to make any wish you want come true. And I was like, what? And he had, it was a group of my friends in the circle and he had these little bottles with corks in them that were really tiny. And he said, you go home and put food coloring in this with water and sugar and pour it on your trampoline at sunset and ask for any wish you want to come true. And it will. And he told me this with like such conviction and complexity that I was like fucking like, I felt like I just got a golden genie fucking lamp or something. So I put it in my pocket, took it home, um, put red food coloring in it, sugar, water, went out to my trampoline at sunset. And I was like, okay, like I was by myself. Like, what am I going to wish for? What do I want? And, uh, I wished I was huge into Pokemon at the time. So obviously I was like, well, I want Pokemon to be real. And I was imagining like, I don't know, like a Charizard. And I was like, Oh, that might be too scary. But I'm like, okay, I just want to see what happens. So that childlike curiosity and playfulness poured it on the trampoline. It asked for Pokemon to be real. And then a couple of days later as a kid, me and my brother shared this bunk bed and we both share this memory to this day. And he could tell you this, he can attest to my experience or our experience, but we woke up and outside of our window through these blinds that you could kind of see silhouettes through was three Pokemon, like Pikachu, like, it was Clefairy, it was like pink. So it was either Clefairy or Jigglypuff and then uh, Squirtle. And we both woke up as kids and we're like, what the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck is that? 
Like, what the fuck is that? And so we kind of stood there in this silence that held so much tension and like, this isn't supposed to be real. Um, and we kind of turned our, the other cheek and like went to bed and, um, but we both share that memory to this day. So what was that? Like, okay, cool. To me, that was like the field or like multidimensional beings basically saying, hey, we hear you, we see you, like, you know, this is possible. Um, and so that's where this, this like, that was the first time I ever actually had a conversation in agreement with the universe where I believed and I planted a seed into the field or my subconscious that things could be made manifest because my conviction was so high. And and so the, the idea is to bring that energy into the, the workshop um, and to like play with like your destiny or like creation in a way that's personal to you and a way that shows you that more is possible. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing like a manifestation ritual or kind of ceremony where uh, you have this date or this conversation with the universe where you can ask it for what you want and, and let it go and trust that you will receive it, uh, which most people don't even dare to do in their lifetime. So that's, that's, uh, that's like the nature of the course, the idea. Those little dates with the universe with an experiment, experiential activity are fantastic. Like the bottle in the ocean or the balloon with the message. Like, this is great stuff. Yeah, cool way to play with creation. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it, um, <clears throat> it deepens one's relationship to this infinite possibility and manifestation as we've been saying which is great um to all these awakening higher possibilities it's fantastic and so um do you have an approximate idea of when you feel like um imagine will be ready and people Mm -hmm. can access it via the links in the bio below or um both keelan's website and his instagram Cool. Yeah. So I can, uh, I'll put like an email, a spot for people to enter their email on my website to stay like updated on it. But I feel like it's going to be in July. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. Sometime so, in July. Sometime in July for that. And then, um, and you guys can visit the, um, links in the bio below. This is uh, Keelan's Instagram and he has another art page there as well it's two 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 followers good catch two 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 (laughs) that's right that's right from my synchronicity freaks out there and so he writes uh he's got a lot of good like uh, videos on here as well and um he's got he writes a lot of good um post content and then you can find more of his uh photography and content on his website as well and awesome yeah dude thank you love you bro love you thanks for sharing this moment and time it's cool yeah we played beautifully here (laughs) for sure so nice for sure yeah Cool. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Would love for you to let us know how you feel in the comments below on the episode. Leave us a comment. Also, if the video brought you value, give it a like. 
subscribe to the channel. Also, share the video with other people like you f that you feel this would be influential for. <laughs> and go and give Keelan a follow on Instagram. Go and uh, check out his website as well. The links are in the bio below. His Imagine course, approximately July. So get pumped for that. <clears throat> and get pumped to share that with other people that you feel like... Um, are a good fit for the infinite possibility space and manifestation. And that's all. Infinite love. It's a wrap. That's a wrap, baby. Peace out. Love you guys. Infinite love. Peace. Later. <laughs>